This is AgriPulse Daybreak for Friday, September 2nd. Brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. Good morning, I'm Jeff Kelly. Here's today's headlines. Pompeo has warning for U.S. ag. Farm income picture quite mixed. And House ag Democrats fire back. Well, Monday is Labor Day. Daybreak will have the day off and will return on Tuesday. Pompeo, yet tougher on China. Former Secretary of State Mike Pompeo says the United States is not being tough enough when it comes to China. While President Joe Biden has maintained the Trump administration's tariffs on China, Pompeo says more has to be done to curb China's unfair trade practices and theft of intellectual property. Trade rules have to be identical and reciprocal. It means they have to be fair, Pompeo says in an interview for this week's edition of AgriPulse Newsmakers. There are scores of tools we can use, he said, suggesting restrictions on Chinese access to U.S. capital markets. As important as the Chinese market is to American agriculture, farmers have a lot to lose if the U.S. doesn't get tougher, he said. We spend billions of dollars on research, and they come work in our laboratories and steal the damn stuff. That's un-American. It's naive, Pompeo said. Now, newsmakers will be available later today at agripulse.com. Farm income forecasts masks sector-by-sector impact. USDA has sharply raised the forecast of U.S. farm earnings for this year, but the department says many producers are going to see somewhat lower net income as a result of the soaring cost of fertilizer and other inputs and a drop in government payments. Net cash farm income is now forecast at $168.5 billion for 2022. It's an increase of $22.1 billion, or 15.1% over the last year, the highest level since 2012 when adjusted for inflation. But USDA says farms producing corn will see their earnings slip by about 4% this year when adjusted for inflation, while soybean growers will get 10% less. Wheat and cotton growers will see even larger drops in net cash farm income of 36% and 26% respectfully. The picture in the livestock sector, though, is quite mixed. Dairy producers will see a whopping 60% increase in net cash income this year. Poultry producers expected to make 5% more. Earnings are projected to decline 9% for cattle, 3% for hogs. Keep in mind... Many groups are urging Congress to increase funding for Farm Bill commodity programs in 2023 in order to raise the reference prices that trigger payments under programs for grains and for oil seeds. We'll have more AgriPulse Daybreak after this. Located in Washington, D.C., Watkinson Miller has been providing legal services to the agriculture industry for more than 30 years. The attorneys at Watkinson Miller possess a unique combination of knowledge, skills, and experience working with commodity boards and their partner organizations and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Watkinson Miller is proud to serve the agriculture community by delivering top-quality legal services that achieve cost-effective results. Welcome back to AgriPulse Daybreak. House Ag Democrats fire back. A day after the House Ag Committee's top Republicans suggested the panel's workload has been lagging, 
majority Democrats fired off a series of tweets laying out what the committee has done. Looking at the 117th Congress as a whole, the committee has been quite busy, said the Democratic tweets. The committee has logged 61 hearings and business meetings, as well as five farm bill listening sessions. The committee also has moved 17 bills, eight of which have passed the House, Democrats pointed out. Ranking Republican Glenn G.T. Thompson said at this week's Farm Progress show in Iowa that the committee was two and a half years late starting farm bill hearings. By the way, the Cook Political Report believes that committee Democrat Abigail Spanberger is in better shape to win re-election in November, moving her race from a toss-up to leaning Democratic. Spanberger, who represents a district that has been redrawn to include some of the Washington suburbs, chairs the Ag Subcommittee that oversees conservation programs. Spanberger is hitting her GOP opponent hard on the abortion issue. Cook also upgraded Democratic prospects in four other races. Now keep in mind, Republicans are still favored to win control of the House, even though Democrats appear to be on track to cut their losses significantly. Cook rates 214 races in Republican favor, 188 in Democratic favor, and 33 at this point as toss-ups. U.S. engages EU on EV incentives. The European Union has openly criticized electric vehicle tax credits in a new U.S. climate bill, and the topic was one of several discussed yesterday by U.S. Trade Representative Catherine Tai and European Commission Executive Vice President Valdis Dombrovskis. The Office of the U.S. Trade Representative provided no details on the discussion, but said Tai noted the, quote, shared need to increase investment in clean energy technologies to seriously combat the climate crisis, as well as to address supply chain and security vulnerabilities. The EU claims the tax credits break the World Trade Organization rules. Donated Ukrainian wheat will arrive as flour for Yemen. About 37,000 metric tons of wheat left Ukraine this week to be converted to much-needed flour for war-torn Yemen, according to the World Food Program. The WFP and the U.S. Agency for International Development purchased the Ukrainian wheat and are sending it to Turkey, where it will be milled before its final destination, according to USAID. Ukraine can only export grain through its Odessa ports because of a recent deal with Russia, Turkey, and the United Nations. It is essential that parties continue to honor their commitment so that Ukraine grain can continue moving into global markets as it is an essential food source to millions of people hardest hit by the staggering global food crisis facing the world today, said USAID Administrator Samantha Power. U.S. donates $83 million to bolster farming in troubled nations. The U.S. has committed $83 million to efforts by the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization to improve farming capabilities in countries like Ethiopia, Afghanistan, and Sudan. The contribution comes on top of a record $80 million pledged by the U.S. to strengthen farming in Afghanistan. Well, here's today's He Said It. Safeguarding the rural livelihoods of the vulnerable is central to adverting catastrophe and saving lives through the development of local production. That FAO Director General, Q Don Yu. Well, that's Daybreak. 
for this Friday, September 2nd. It's brought to you by Watkinson Miller and Dairy Management Incorporated. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak, I'm Jeff Dowling.